0: What's up everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Monkey Mind Podcast. As always, this podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Daily Dose CBD Inc. Daily Dose CBD Inc. has a wide variety of super effective products. Flo and I take a milliliter of CBD oil in our coffee in the mornings and with our teas at night right before bed. It helps us really quiet that background noise and get better sleep throughout the night. If you want to get some and see the benefits for yourself, then I suggest you go to DailyDoseCBDInc.com and use promo code MONKEYMIND to get 10% off every and all purchases. Today's guest for episode 26 is former college hockey player at SUNY Brockport, Luke Bennett. Let's get right to the interview. And junior in the Eastern Hockey League and um, yeah Luke welcome on we're excited to have you on just um, you know for those listening um, he actually played under coach Ryan Frew who uh, recently passed away and uh, Fru was one of the really you know, really good guys in the game and you know one who uh, was a great guy and one who really cared about uh, the player um, which is you know I think a little hard to come by these days but one of the good guys left who uh, cared about you know you know molding young men and and hockey players so um if you don't mind just kind of talking about uh you know your hockey career and coach Fru and kind of the impact you had on your life
1: yeah no I appreciate it man and and thank you guys for for having me on man what you guys are doing is it's unbelievable and uh you know coming across your podcast I was like this is you know this is what we needed um but yeah I know about my career man I'm a, it's a bit of a journeyman like you know Danny it was uh Started when I moved out of my house at 11 years old and went to boarding school for four years. And then and uh, I came back, went to school in Maine, played hockey there, played a little bit of Spartans, uh, where we used to have to go down to, you know, Wilkes-Barre and all of them. But uh, and then, uh, then I ended up out and uh, actually played Monarchs Empire for It's actually where I met Ryan. I was 16 years old. I was between the Junior Bruins and the Monarchs. And I uh, ended up playing for coach, won, won a national championship with him in the Empire League, which... It isn't much, man, but hell, you get a ring, you know. So that was fun. Oh. Um, and then ended up out in Beltsire uh, in Detroit, where I graduated high school, and then down to uh, the Cor- Crystal Bit, and then uh, then came back, played for Fruit for two more years, played against you, Danny, and uh, and those battles down in Wilkesbury and up know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, and won the AHL actually my my second year there as a captain with. With hunter Laszlo. um so that was awesome uh, and that's sort of the last time I played with him and then up to two years at SUNY Brockport before I uh before I stopped playing uh, for other reasons and if a coach man, I was just at the service last night and you know it, it's it's difficult it's it's a horrible thing that nobody wants to go through and you know selfishly I've been you know super you know I mean not selfishly everybody deserves to be sad about it right but I sort of take it as why am I so sad? Why, why it gets me in my own head. Like hell he's got two kids under, three kids under the age of 11 and I feel like shit about this. Right. So, so last night really, really came to fruition where you see the impact he had. I mean, it was 150 person limit cause of COVID in that, in that center. So they had to filter people in and out and nobody wanted to leave, you know? So it was a, uh, he's a special guy, special friend and a, and a special, he's a special hockey coach. man. you know, he, He's uh, – I'll tell you a quick story about him. He, we are playing the CG Selects my empire year, and we're up 9-0 after going out into the end of the second period. And towards the end of the second period, he's, like, made a three-pass rule, and we got dumped the puck and shit, so we didn't embarrass him. He's skating out. He's walking off the ice in between the second and third, and the coach comes up to him, and he's like, "Fruit, hey, what are you doing, man? Play us. And he goes, all right, buckle your chin strap. He comes to the locker room and he puts all the starters back in and he goes, You guys don't fucking double this score. We're bagging tomorrow. And we went out and beat him like nineteen nothing or something, man. We pulled up the score sheets last night. And uh it's just the type of guy he was, man. He was an honest to to the point guy. And it's it's an extremely sad situation, but you gotta take it take it with a grain of salt. It's you know, it, everybody's got a plan. So
0: Yeah, no, exactly. It's uh it's tough, it's unexpected, but um yeah, just uh I know he's remembered for all the great things. And, you know, I don't know anybody could say a bad thing about him. You know, he was just a great, great coach. I didn't didn't play under him, but just a guy that I knew from the league and just was always coming up, like, give me a hug. You know what I mean? Like, big dap, big hug, and just made me feel super, like, you know, welcome. And, um, yeah, just a great guy. But, um, yeah, man. So, uh, just kind of, you know, talk about some of the things that you've gone through in, in regards to, you know, mental health
1: yeah i mean this year has been particularly tough man but uh i guess i mean i've obviously listened to all you guys' shows so far episodes so far so i mean it it started young i definitely started young where i kind of have these phases or these you know it come and go every three four years where in between i'd be you know happy as a pig and shit and, and a great kid but then these these things would set into my brain and i would isolate myself but uh i mean especially most recently man uh fourth of july i mean i got a brother fourth of july was the worst and it sort of triggered all this shit in my head again so i got three brothers um one that has severe mental illness and is a raging drug addict and he's got two kids that he doesn't really ever see anymore and uh and then the other one's my oldest brother who's going blind he's like a rare disease from diabetes it's caused him to go blind um and we found this all out i mean my brother's been a drug addict forever but we kind of cut them off around the fourth and um, found out about my brother on the fifth. And then I lost my girlfriend, my dog, pretty much all my friends on the fourth and uh, and then obviously it was COVID and I live out in San Diego, California. So I'm 3000 miles away from many from of the boys really um, and any of uh, any of the fam. So I just shut myself off. Right. And, and I did the worst thing that I think anybody could do and sort of turned to the bottle and uh, you know, just, would drink alone and and sort of get that sad drunk. um And it, you know, and flow I mean, when I listened to your your episode the other day, when you guys had that first one, it it's kind of this is kind of me giving that formal apology. Is like shit, you know. I know I haven't been the best person, man, but fucking, you know, I'm trying. And uh, I got these things, these demons in my head that, you know, I, I don't sleep much anymore. I'm still in the middle of this battle right now, as it is, um, and it's it's been rough, man. And I don't know what started it. I don't know if it's the concussions that led to the depression or, or the depression that led to the alcoholism or the alcoholism that led to depression or, or what it is, but, uh, it's been a vicious circle and, uh, it keeps me up at night and, and I should, I, I know, uh, I listened to your last episode. I know you had Crohn's disease, but I've been losing weight like, like crazy, man. And trying to find these coping mechanisms that aren't, you know, drinking or making bad decisions or, or going out all night. Um, and you know they're working sometimes, but I'm still you know like she can't seem to figure it out. And talking to you guys and and listening to you guys speak to other you know hockey players and other athletes and you know sports psychologists and whatnot uh, definitely helps shed a light and makes me feel a lot less embarrassed, which I think is one of the biggest feelings I have um, is embarrassment. Um, so yeah, that's a very high level of what I've been going through. And, all the day Fru died last week is the day I got a big. Pro- I started my big promotion for my new job as an account executive. So it's been like that. I'm supposed to be happy about that, and then I have all this other shit going on. And then Fru passes, man. It's been an absolute roller coaster of a year. So it's been it's been something.
2: Yeah, dude. For, first, and foremost, uh, you you have nothing to be embarrassed about. I mean, I I, I get what you're saying completely, but. Um, you know, there you're not a bad person. You're not a weak person. You just, you know, you haven't found that zen yet that kind of gives you that, you know, positive outlook that allows you to find something that is beneficial for you, um, you know, your health and whatnot. Um, but you, you have nothing to be embarrassed about. And the fact that you just said everything you said and all these people are going to hear it. it shows how strong you are to actually acknowledge, you know, what you know about yourself. So I, the thing that I stress most about that is like, don't be embarrassed. You just confronted it right there. I, I'm sure you tell yourself over and over again um, <laughs> at whatever time of day or night, but for you to, you know, tell two other people and then all the people that are going to hear it, takes a lot of balls so you should be proud of that and you know maybe tonight when you think about having a couple a couple pops you think about how you know you just admitted to it and you confronted the problem head on like that it takes a lot of stones. so just remember that and you're not not fucking weak just that's the most important thing you're not fucking an embarrassment like you just confronted the problem head on
1: yeah, I mean, Danny knows I'm not weak I used to have to go in the corners with
2: him. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> I remember when we lined yeah. up together and you were missing a couple of teeth on the face. Yeah,
1: all five, I got this new <laughs> plate in, man. All five of these are good now. Uh, <laughs> there you go. But no, pho, that's, I appreciate that, man. And, you know, it, it is easier to talk to some other guys. Like, obviously, in this situation, I feel, you know, comfortable. But, you know, out in San Diego, it's a little different. It's not the hockey boys. It's not it's it's different man and I still love those kids to death but you know when everything when, sh- when shit hit the fan and push comes a shove you know everybody sort of disappeared on me and left me alone with my fucking thoughts in a bottle and you know I, I didn't reach out I couldn't you know obviously the boys are a phone call away but today's shit you know but I still wasn't like you said embarrassed but yeah this is sort of I guess my uh, big come out party is hey like fuck up, <laughs> sad boys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good, yeah I know it um it's, it's, uh, it's tough, dude. It, I know that feeling all too well, um, and being in that position and it's, it sucks, but it's like always going to be a work in progress. And that's, that's the biggest thing. And, um, you know, I want to go back to something that you said before, which was kind of how it was kind of always there. Right. And then, you know, you'd have like three, four, three, four year stints where you'd be fine and living your normal life, I guess, so to speak. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of talk about that too. Cause I think that was kind of the same thing with me like I like I don't know started when I was like four years old or something anxiety attack you know three four years ago by and then another one I just kind of like periodically so I think that's kind of similar to what you had right kind of talk about what that experience is like how you know when you're younger you don't know what it is but the older you get kind of start to realize you know something absolutely man.
1: no and that's exactly what it was and I I try and look at it like because you know when you're in those good moods you look at it holistically from the top down as to see what those events were or what triggered it or if anything triggered it right or is it just is my brain wired wrong um, and I think it's honestly and I might be speaking I think it's a little bit of both right I think that I mean, we all played hockey man our heads have been knocked around I had seizures and shit from concussions but you know I think it all started I me mean, the first time was eighth grade um, you know I've been at this boarding school for three years and you know, paying $40,000 a year to go to this fucking school to play hockey. And then uh, I got cut from the varsity team in my eighth grade year. And I'm like, I fell into this fucking massive depression. Um, and it, w- it was what trades when I first really realized how sad I, I could get and how dark I could get because I was again, like, the theme I was alone, man, I was alone in a dorm room at like 13 years old. Um, you know, two, three hours from my parents. And you know, in school, you can't watch TV, you can't do anything. here supposed to be active, but if you're depressed, like you just sit with your depression. It goes. Right? Here, go to the Monarchs, had a had a blast. Um, Bell tire, great again. Sort of fell into it in the summer after Bell tire, uh, but nothing bad. And then I, the one I can think of the most was my sophomore year of college, right? Actually, probably my freshman and sophomore, I never really got out of it, was I just felt like I, I, I love the game, man. Like that's, that was my life. And I couldn't bring myself to, to honestly, like to, to give a fuck, like to, to care about hockey. I, like I used to, I couldn't, I wasn't taking care of myself off the ice. I couldn't do what I wanted to on the ice. Um, I still work my bag off, but you know, I couldn't do what I wanted to do. And then I would look at it and be like, well, it's kind of honestly all my fault. You know, and then that leads into like this cyclical mindset of it's my fault, but then I keep doing it. So then I get angry at myself and then that makes me sad that I'm angry at myself. And it's just very, it's, I keep bringing back the word, man. It just repeats in your head over and over again, but it, it comes and goes. And then again, I, I live in La Jolla, California. I live a mile away from Torrey Pines golf course, right? Why am I sad? I go to the beach whenever I want. I, I, it's 80 degrees year round. It's, you know, beautiful but then I sit in my apartment and, and and drink the day away sometimes. And it's, it comes and goes. And, you know, I moved, first moved out there. I had the girl living with me. I had a dog. Um, and then once that was all gone, it was like, well, fucking what next? You know? So I sort of tried to focus on work and use as a distraction, but once work was over, I was back to being as sad as I could be. Um, and not reaching out to people, to be honest. And, yeah, like you said, it's 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 very um, periodic. And when you feel good, you feel awesome. Like, you, like why would I? Why was I ever even sad? Like, life's pretty good. Um, But then when it gets dark, man, those moments get so dark. Like they get so dark where, you know, I, I I've honestly had to to reach out to doctors and stuff before, and uh, you know, been going to therapists and stuff, and prescribe me these meds, and I hate taking the meds, and you know, they've done all that, those routes. And I don't know. I, I, I've been trying to find other mechanisms. I even told my doctor, my general practitioner, I'm like, or whatever it is there. Um, I was like, I, I'm not taking the meds anymore. Like, wean me off of them. Like, I'm going to find something else. I'm going to find a new hockey for me, right? So I joined a men's league team out in San Diego. Um, I started boxing at La Jolla Boxing Club and, like, right down the street. And, mm. I, dude, the first time I hit a bag. So, my first class ever there, I started hitting a bag. And I'm like next to like an old lady and like some other, like some chick with no shoes on. It's like a badass. And I'm there and I'm like trying to feel tough. Like, I'm, fuck, I gotten scratch. right? <laughs> and I start hitting this bag, man. I start hitting this bag and I start like bawling my eyes out. This is just like such a, it was weird, man. I just, it's such a release. I'm like, cr- like trying to hide that I'm crying, but I like, covered my eyes as I'm screaming. Was, like, yeah, the coach comes over and he's like, hey, everything all right? I'm like, yeah, man. I'm, like, don't <laughs> <"Okay."> <laughs> I need to hit this fucking bag. <laughs> So yeah I mean I'm trying to find those healthy uh those healthy coping mechanisms that aren't you know obviously meds help but I, they they ain't for me uh, I'm trying to find those things whether it's going to the beach and swimming or surfing or whether it's you know doing whatever I can to stay active and and out of my own melon you know
0: Yeah dude I feel that um <laughs> I feel that's all like all too well I mean and I think uh I don't know, I think for hockey players I mean Obviously, every sport you have in order to be, you know, to get where you want to go, you have to put in a lot of time and effort, and make a lot of sacrifices, yada yada yada. But I think hockey's so special because or different because you said you moved away at eleven years old. You know, we had on a previous kid, uh, my best friends, like Malcolm Hayes, moved home, moved out of his house at like what was it, eight, nine, ten, to chase hockey. He, you know,
1: and he was chase, Eagle, bro. That was our arrival.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was like he. Uh, you're leaving at such a young age to you know, get on the right path to achieve your dream. And then kind of, you know, as you get older, you look back and it's like, you've put all your eggs in one basket from such a young age that it's hockey. That's why hockey's so unique. Like no one leaves home at 11 years old to go chase good hockey, you know? So it's <laughs> like that can like really weigh on some people. The older you get when, you know, you look back, like, damn, I've been in this my whole life. And, you know, if things aren't aligning the way you want, it's like, uh, that's you know un- i think underlying like psychologically i think it could really mess you up and yeah and you know, know it's been like the root of a lot of my stuff like you know yeah absolutely hockey and you know not, so you
1: feel like a failure you know you feel like a failure because you're like hey why aren't I still playing you know i sit when the offices were open i was sitting in a cubicle in san diego and like i, I look at my boys that are either eight- the kids over in my college class are still playing um and then you know all my other boys are playing pro like even if it's in the, the spill or wherever yeah. man at least they're happy i'm
0: exactly
1: cubicle, um and kind of felt like a failure that way I look at all the money my parents spent i look at all the things that uh you know i could have done better but you know I, dude I, I had a question how, like, how are you guys doing i know everything's been going on I this has got to be a release for you guys but you know how are you guys doing
0: i mean uh, I'm, right I'm 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 like a work in progress i right now i'm Put, I'm stringing together a bunch of uh, good days, and then I have like I don't know you, you know you wake up one morning and you're like oh, boy today's gonna be a battle <laughs> uh, so <laughs> those are a little far and few between now which is nice but I mean this is this has been good um, I think for both of us I don't speak for Flo but it just it's nice knowing that we're kind of giving people a you know a place to kind of come on and talk and not feel alone you know in the battle and I think focusing a lot of my time onto this has kind of help me find, uh, I guess, purpose or, um, you know, what I'm supposed to be doing in a sense, you know, like helping those who have gone through the same thing. So this has been, I think, definitely helpful for my mental health. But, yeah, I mean, I'd be lying if I said I didn't have uh, bad days.
1: Yeah, no. really often. I was talking to my dad about this last night, and he said, you know, because I was trying to tell him, I was like, yeah, like, he listened to your podcast last night, and he's like, listen, they they go through similar shit to you, but. Let them know, like, it's going to be a battle forever. Like, it ain't going away. And that's something we got to recognize as yeah. as a group of us. But what's up with you, Flo?
2: Well, first off, thanks for asking. You're actually the – I think you're probably the first guy to actually ask us. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, not a shot at anyone else that's been on. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, last six months have uh, definitely been a battle. But um can say I'm doing – much better than I was, um, I would say that my bad days compared to six months ago when you know I might have been feeling sad or just down and out, um, my bad days consist more of uh, the anger side, which um, I started boxing uh, a couple months ago too, and um, you know it's helped a ton. Uh, when I was a sophomore, uh, my first year at South Canada, I was a sophomore. Um, I was lucky enough to live with a Billet family instead of the dorms. And uh, I, I actually moved back in with them uh, now. So 10 years, 10 years later, I'm um, back in Connecticut with uh, my Billets, uh, the Duracos, uh, unbelievable family. Real grateful for them. They've uh, kind of. Uh, kind of changed my life, uh, allow me to live here 10 years ago. Cause if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have been at South Kent, but, uh, it's unbelievable being back here. Uh, you know, they live on a lake, great view and just a uh, real peaceful area. So that, uh, that definitely helps. But, uh, in retrospect, obviously like Danny said, like you said, like your dad said, it's kind of a never ending battle, but luckily, uh, I'm at a stage where it's not as frequent, so i mean less last, last six eight months uh I've gotten better uh, over time but um yeah definitely definitely good and bad uh, days thankfully uh you know less bad days, but um the boxing has definitely helped and uh as well as the podcast and meeting all these. Uh, these people that have allowed me to open up more and kind of been more honest with myself, because talking about it has helped so much, and just kind of being open and then hearing other people's—it's—it's uh, it's crazy. The first thing people always say is, "Thanks for having me on." What you guys are doing is great, but you know, to hear all those people saying that is it gives us the, you know, beneficial feeling of helping people and it's just been great to, you know, be able to allow people that may have not been able to do, um, you know, that opening up, um, aspect of the whole mental health thing. So yeah, man, it's, it's been good. Uh, I love doing it. I finally met Danny. Uh, what was it last week? Yeah, it was. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was good. Yeah. have uh, yeah, you on,
1: dude. You're lucky you got people like that in your life, like your billets, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, those, those
2: are good uh, people. I'm, yeah, I'm uh, truly, truly blessed to have them. And you know, uh, my I just say my billet dad, my billet mom. Uh, <laughs> he's from Brooklyn, and he was a uh, gold glove champion in Brooklyn. So he, uh, he, he doesn't have a heavy bag, but he. <laughs> He filled a uh, a water buoy fill uh, with water, so um you know every night uh, I get a little angry just go down and beat the shit out of that. Or, uh, <laughs> Wrap
1: the but, hands uh, up, put the gloves <laughs> on,
2: ready to go. Oh, i just fucking go to town on it. I'm not even gonna lie, <laughs> like I'm not even when I was boxing and I was hitting the heavy bag. I was doing combos, the shit out of it, and um you know it's it's great. And then I just started crushing the peloton, but I got uh mixed mixed feelings about that that thing. Absolute bagger, but it's great.
0: I wanna talk about something you mentioned before too, is how you've tried to see uh you know, you've seen therapists and um you say you still continue to see a therapist too?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm still yeah, seeing it
0: pretty regularly. Nice. I mean, how has that experience been for you? Um I know a lot of people, you know, either don't give it a chance or they do and it doesn't work and they try other approaches and some people see a therapist and it is a game changer and for the better. So how's your experience been with that?
1: Sure. Uh, and this is something, uh, you know, it was, you know, I was basically told I had to at one point, right. By, by my parents and by a couple of close friends that, you know, you've got to see somebody, right. And being, you know, my hard headed self, I was pretty skeptical. Like you said, people are like that, but I, I gave it a shot and, you know, and I'm still continuing to give it a shot. Cause I told them, well, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to give up this thing. And, it's been all right. I I find it much more like cathartic to talk to somebody I already know, like talking to like the boys, like Flo. I don't really know you as well, but shit, I I feel like I could tell you anything at this point. Um, It's good talking talking to somebody I don't know. um, And that I feel is like trying to evaluate me and like trying to like, whatever has been tough to get through my brain, but I know that it's for the best and that's why I continue to go. But, you know, like you said, everybody's experience is different. I think based on where they are at mentally, um, and who they are as people, you know, so it's been, it's been all right. And I wish it was, wish it went better, but you know, I'm in it for the long haul because you know, at this point you really can't quit it. You know, if anything's helping a little bit, might as well do it.
0: So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it's, uh, first of all, it's awesome that you're seeing a therapist. to a start and, you know, I think it will be beneficial, but yeah, it's just, uh, it's definitely one of those things that definitely is weird to, you know, kind of just, speak to somebody that you know you don't really you don't know and they're like you said trying to evaluate you and that sort of stuff so I mean I know that you know growing up in the hockey world like the locker room you spend all the time with the guys and before and after practice getting changed together and um so having the hockey guys is, is definitely huge but I mean for anyone out there who doesn't I think I think giving uh therapy at least giving it a shot is uh at least worth it you know at least yeah, on, and, on it, an honest
1: time. shot yeah I mean, it's got to be an honest shot right you can't like I, I wanted to quit after the first thing but I was like I'm in it and now I mean like I said it, it hasn't been life-changing yet but giving it I'm giving it an honest shot and I'm continuing to go because you know that's that's what I have to do
0: so yeah no man that's awesome that you're doing that and um, you know taking the right steps and like you said kind of uh giving it that honest shot I think a lot of people don't and um they kind of Quit on it early, and you know I think uh, it can be beneficial to a lot of people. But yeah, that's awesome that you're doing that, and just uh you know taking your mental health into your own hands—it's that's sure. huge. You know, you're recognizing that, and that, I mean, I'm happy that you're doing that, and um, I really hope that it does, you know, become that life-changing experience for you and does help you out because um, you know I think it can be. So,
1: yeah, I appreciate that, man. As long as I got the boys in my corner, I'll be all right. But you know yeah. those dark times where you isolate yourself you don't feel that way
0: but no, I Exactly. It. Yeah. I mean that's why we did this like you have us you know. So yeah, exactly. Like we're now we're now a, you know friend like close friends like you know whatever it yeah. is a resource an outlet whatever you want to call you know yeah. you know, And just, just keep just doing your show you. man just yeah.
1: keep doing your show that's all i ask. Yeah always that's no, the plan.
0: You know that's the plan but no honestly though like you have our numbers don't yeah, ever you know, don't ever feel free to you never know, feel afraid to reach out or just kind of get some stuff off your chest. That's why we're here. I mean, we know, like you said, we, we know what it's like to be in that uh, sure. in that tough place where it feels like it's quicksand. So, um, yeah. never hesitate, you know, to reach out to us.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that, man. And well, yeah. so thank, thanks you, thank you guys for doing this again. Like, this has been unbelievable.
2: Absolutely, man. And uh, just going off what you said, um, I was kind of in the same mentality with a the therapist. Just you know being evaluated kind of just triggered me. And it was like, I'm sitting across from this fucking seven-year-old guy who doesn't know me. He's never played a, a game of any sport in his life. And he's, you know, doing whatever he's doing. And uh, I tried it and, um, you know, kudos to you for giving it more than one shot. Cause I, I dipped out right after that first one, uh, never went back, but, Um, You know, from my standpoint, I, for some reason, feel more comfortable and, you know, safe opening up and talking to somebody that I don't really know but is in the hockey uh, world. Like, I told Danny, basically, my life story the first day I texted him. And we were on the phone for like two or three hours and I hung up and I was like, I did not even know this kid, but it felt so good talking about it. And then, oh, yeah. and then I was like, I'm going to, you know, I'm gonna, <laughs> it's, I'm going to shoot my shot. Like I'm trying to wheel Danny, but uh, <laughs> I didn't hate it. Like in my head, in my head, <laughs> in my head I'm like, you know, I'm going all in, I'm going for it. And I was like, yeah, man, like, if you need any help, I'd love to, uh, you know, Love to do what I can, just because it, it it felt so good to actually like open up sure. and to think that you know we're gonna be talking to all these other athletes that need help. I would love to be a part of it just because you know I was in a dark place, I was going through a shit storm, and talking to some random kid <laughs> just made me feel amazing. So I mean, like Danny said, you got our numbers, reach out. Um, I know we. Sure. Danny and I can both relate to you in some way. And, you know, even if, even if it's texting one of the other guests that's been on, you know, just to talk to him because other people have come on, you know, they're we're all in the same boat. We're all in this fucked up battle together. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's the whole point of doing this to, you know, obviously allow people to open up and tell their stories and, you know, realize it's okay not to be okay, but you know, stick together and actually help one another regardless of, um, you know, whether we're doing it here or just, you know, behind closed doors, you're just texting somebody. Cause I'll, I'll tell you right now, texting someone and just saying, Hey, I'm trying to, you know, get absolutely shit rocked right now. And that, you know, it's somebody to talk to and right. they can talk to you and, you know, distract you yeah so um yeah man don't don't ever hesitate. you're part of the monkey mind team now, so I yeah, appreciate that, man. um yeah, Danny, and I always got you, and uh
1: yeah, and I'll leave you guys with this one, man, like like you said, I, I always reach out to the boys and if you need anything, but that always is the toughest part, right, and I think the biggest thing is is check in on your friends, right. So you know yeah. now it's like like I did with you guys in this one like how the hell are you guys? You guys are running this thing. That you guys are asking all these other people questions. So I think if I can leave that with one piece of advice, it's just make sure you always have the boys, you know, in mind. I mean, I've seen it lately with Fru. I'm texting old players constantly, She's like are you doing all right? You okay? Like what's good? So, but I appreciate you guys having me on, man, and I love the pod. I love you guys, and it's, it's been uh it's been awesome talking
0: to you guys. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on, man. Love you, too. And, um, yeah, it was, you know, it was a pleasure speaking with you. And um, thank you for coming on and telling your story, being vulnerable. And, I know, you know, we both know that that's not easy. And um takes a lot of courage to do this. So um, that's awesome. Proud of you for doing that. And, you know, keep fighting the good fight. And keep, uh, you know, keep battling. And, and, you know, stick with the therapist. And, you know, you know how it is. Like, yeah. stay, stick with it. So,
2: yeah. Appreciate you guys, man. Yeah, man, of I appreciate it. And uh, stick with the, you know, the strength that it took to come on and open up to however many people are going to do it because, you know, it does take a lot. And, uh, you know, you, you just crushed it. So, got your back. And, uh, you know, we're just glad that you are able to come on and share your story because, um, you know, it's pretty great to see that you battled through it you know you meet with a therapist you came on you you know we're very like Danny said vulnerable so um I appreciate it and uh you know, just glad he came on
1: awesome thanks Paul thanks Danny appreciate you guys man First, buddy yeah see you buddy.